Alex got laid. Alex got laid. Alex got that pussy tamed. Tamed. You got it sure down. Should you share that with everyone on the podcast? Yeah, go. Yasmin. I guess we knew we were all counting because it's been a while. It's been a while. It's been Alex. O- October 10th. Got her virgin, Phil. Um, <laughs> she, uh, she got home and she marked it off on her calendar. Last time I got laid, one to zero. <laughs> it actually was about, I'm trying to do maths, seven, mu- seven and a half months. My longest was probably a year and a half. Yeah. My longest was two days ago. <laughs> I mean, obviously my childhood, that was a whole thing, but... Um, yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, you fucking weirdo. I don't know why I made it weird. I know, I don't know why I made it weird. God, I mean, like, you weirdo. Freak. Oh, my first freak. Day in jail. Like, get the bing. Oh. Now I feel uncomfortable. Oh, oh, oh. Welcome to my brain. Welcome to my brain. <laughs> was it good though, Alex? Was it at least good? I feel like the person that it was may be listening to this podcast. No. So. <laughs> are you making are you making your way through our listeners now? Is wow. That, oh, okay, yeah, you drop, fucking that swag. <laughs> drop that in there. So now I look like a total predator. Love that. Love that for me. Um, oh my god, Alex goes pop punk. <laughs> <laughs> Alex goes on warp tour. Yeah, great. <sighs> Stop. Stop it. You're going to jail. That's it. Hold on. Hold on. Let me just, let me just, hold on. Oh, oh you can't hear. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Hello, is that 999? Yeah, I'd like to report a fucking predator. <laughs> Welcome to On Wednesdays We Wear Black. I'm Sophie Kay here with Alex Holcomb and Yasmin Suman. This is my favourite episode that I think we have ever done. So basically, we were looking around um, and we keep seeing so many of our favourite musicians talking Mm. about um, their mental health, how they're struggling Mm -hmm. at the moment, how they're having to go on social media breaks. We keep seeing people coming for musicians um, and it, it just seems like a really hard time to be a musician. So we wanted to throw some appreciation out there and crown the royalty in our alternative world of rock, metal, emo, whatever it might be, and crown the nicest people in our scene. Because they're very rare. I mean, rock, metal, pop, punk is just full of arseholes and predators. So that's not true, that Yasmin. That's not true. No, that's <laughs> no, not no. true. You, this whole episode is trying to go against that. Sophie, it's like Caleb Shome I said. You can lie to everybody around you, but you can't lie to the pop punk bands. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. Stop. Lyrics, but meant, stop ev- it. Every episode, yeah, the, every we just try to big people up. You, you tear them down, Yasmin. You yeah, tear them down. down. There's nasty guys in the industry, but there's also very nice people in the industry, and we should celebrate them because they're usually a rarity. Right. I'm going to come to you. I don't think they're that rare. I think there's, uh, I think there's less nasty people, but we talk about them more. Yes. And there's a lot of nice people. So let's talk about the nice people. <sighs> Fine. I won't be miserable for an episode, you fucking bitches. <laughs> Good, we win, Alex. Well done. Let's bring some positivity. This Good. will be a positive episode, whether you like we it will, or not. We will feel good and we will enjoy life. Look at Yasmin just sipping their Red Bull, like, mm. yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Do you know what? Sometimes, a lot of the time, speaking to Yasmin, I feel like you know that meme of that woman from I think she's from Housewives of something something shouting at the cat. 
What, the Karen? <laughs> you know, but, Yasmin, I, you're an emo Karen. That's what you are. What you're is that emo. cat? It, no, Yasmin's the cat. Do you know the meme um, I cat. mean? No. The cat like with, the, the, with the, like, laughing, going, hee, 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 after it's just, and she's, she's, <laughs> People listening are like, what the fuck is Sophie on about? Do, does any, anyone who spends too much time on social media will know exactly what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> um, uh, so, okay. So we are going to be talking about the nicest people in our scene. And I think Yasmin should start it off just to combat their cynicism. Go on, Yasmin. Because what we did is we asked you guys, we asked you on social, and we asked you to send in your stories. And we got like, I'm not even, when I say hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of stories. Um, but what we did is we, we selected people who showed up a lot that we kept getting nice stories about. We also went for the ones where you went in depth with a really good story. It wasn't just like, they made eye contact with me at a gig and now they're the nicest person. Stop calling me out, Sophie. What the fuck? Yeah, that's you. <laughs> I'm going to pick one. So we did get a lot of submissions, but there's there's a page called Dudes Posting Their Wins um, and The Devil Wears Prada. I love when emo and metal come up in places that aren't emo and metal. So um, The Devil Wears Prada posted on their Facebook saying, get onto Spotify and follow this playlist to hear everything. And Listen to our music. Yeah, we're The Devil Wears Prada. And someone commented saying, once you guys gave me a whole large pizza and a big hug when I was sitting outside a show in Worcestershire when I was homeless in the winter. I was already a fan of you guys for years, so seeing you was a treat by itself. But to find out how loving and caring you guys are only made me fall more in love. Hope to see you guys again in front row at your show and not stuck outside broke. Lol, I've turned my entire life around and have a career now and a baby on the way and everything. And I thought that was so wholesome. Are you trying to make me cry? That's so wholesome. Do you know what? I've never heard anything bad said about that band. Never. Never. And do you know what I like about that is it was the dude posting it himself, not some bell end who did it in like some point of view video that they post on TikTok where they like film themselves going to buy the pizza and give it to yeah. the homeless yeah. person. And they just like, I cannot stand those accounts where people are just, I've got a friend who does it on Instagram. And I'm like, if you care about homeless people that much, stop taking fucking photos of them. Yeah, and just let them live, and just give them whatever you're going to give them. So, yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That's that's cool. That's really really sweet. Wow. So we are starting in strong because we're going to be picking our top three mm-hmm. from all of your stories today, and that is starting strong. Alex, who have you got for us next? I'm going to go. Oh, let's have a look. Okay, right. Okay. I'm going to go in with it was a as a tweet from Charlotte. And Charlotte said, so I'm going to choose Jenna from Tonight Alive and Lynn Gunn at the same time. It was after a Tonight Alive acoustic show was helping pack up as some people I knew were on the tour. I'd blown my voice the night before, but they came over and were chatting away, realised I couldn't talk and they were just really kind to me. Oh, just taking the time. Like I've, I've been through a lot of these and it's just people taking the time to have a chat with people that are helping them or supporting them. And that's free. Niceness is free. Having a chat is free with people that are supporting you and helping you. And that's what I love. Yeah. Do you know what? I met Lynn before I met um, Jenna. And Lynn was... So she first came over to the UK and she was playing this um, small venue called The Barfly here in the UK. And maybe 50 people went because it was really... It was such early days for them. Um, Mm. And I'd been championing them on my show. 
And Lynn was so painfully shy. I was like, how does she do this job? She really, really? struggled with interviews. She was just painfully shy. And getting her to talk was um, quite hard to get things out of her because you could see how much she was struggling with with all of these people around her. And to see her grow has been amazing. And she always runs over and says hello every time I see her. And that's, Aww. I really appreciate that, you know? I love her. She's so great. Um, cute. I don't know if the the way she came along and shouted loud and proud for um, queer women I know. meant a lot to me as well at the time because I, I, I'm not a queer woman. My producer at the time was a queer woman. Um, and it, seeing Lynn through her eyes and what Lynn represented was fabulous and and huge she did bits for us for the queers for the lgbt she and it's such a shame but tyler carter as well i know he's cancelled now for good reasons um you know alex is crying because she's such so, a don't, huge I issue can't son. Talk about it still please but yeah. both of them back in the day because it was around 2014 when they both came up yeah. and that's when gay marriage got legalized it was like a whole movement a whole like wave mm. of kids in the same way that there's a wave of poc bands now there's a wave of them and lincoln did so much to you know change the narrative of like women loving women in america and in the western society that they're not just these sexual objects that they're just real people and like being a lesbian or a bisexual isn't sexy. It's it's a very normal thing and it's totally okay. <laughs> I remember I cried at one of their gigs once um, because... Oh, that's I, so like, cute. I proper... Like, it was embarrassing, actually, and I wasn't even drunk. Um, but, you know, they had this... They went through this phase where they had everything monochrome, so it was black and white. Yeah. Everything yeah. was black and white. They're st- and they were on stage and it was like a Victorian set almost. They had these, these black street lamps with this white light and everything was... And they were dressed monochrome. And then somebody in the crowd threw a rainbow flag on stage and Ling Gunn hung it off her microphone stand. And so the visual of that monochrome with that that rainbow flag, it's making me well up now because it was so emotional because I hadn't really seen anything like that in rock and metal. How impactful, like, Like, oh. This is, it was so powerful. And I was like, oh my gosh, yes, yes. Queer women are being seen or queer people are being seen. It's like with the 1975, I think it's, um, uh, uh, loving someone when that comes on they're like the if it's an arena show each section of the arena of people seated is a different colour of the LGBT flag and it's so great I love it so much it makes me cry I'm like yes gay rights the gays we win again so my story is was sent in by Joseph and Joseph said to us on Twitter that he met Alice in Chains in the centre of Leeds, which is a town in the north of England. They were looking for the nearest Nando's, which is a place that sells chicken. Classic. I didn't recognise them until they told me. They were so polite and nice and complimented how kind Brits were and thanked me profusely. Genuinely such amazing people. I felt blessed. How did you slip in that you were <laughs> Alice in Chains? You- no, bro, do you know where the uh, nearest Nando's is, by the way? Uh, do you know who we are? No? Okay, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. That's a very, I feel like um, uh, Americans have less shame around that stuff than we do in the UK. Like when people ask me what I do, I go, Oh, I work in media, you know, just bits and bobs here and there. That's what and I do, bits and bobs. I, I never come along and go, 
I'm a presenter on Kerrang. I have my own show on Kerrang Radio. I also present on Radio One, Absolute Radio, National Radio, and do television and video for Amazon Music. Like, I don't flex like that because that's, but I feel like Americans have less. Because this, someone once said to me, right? If you're, think of the most amazing Lamborghini. If you're driving through LA in an amazing Lamborghini, people go, oh man, I want what that person has. That person's amazing. They've achieved so much. In the UK, if you drive around in a Lamborghini, people are like, wanker! Yeah. Wanker! Yeah. Privileged prick! Yeah, no. <laughs> Everyone hates it. That's why I love England. We just I, fucking hate it. We hate, but I, yeah, we hate all of that. But anyway, Alison Chains are really, really nice people. I've interviewed um, William Duvall a few times, who's the new singer of, um, I say new, gosh, he's been in the band for years, obviously. Um, he's been in the band for what has it been 15 years or something let me double check um, but yeah interviewed him a few times and he's just so nice and so calm and so open so he joined the band in 2006 so yeah, that's okay. a long time. yeah. oh god yeah. Um, <laughs> just a little while a little while um, but obviously because they were so established before he, it must have been hard for him but yeah they're just really really nice guys it's nice so, though when you get that because you're like oh you're normal people I can get on your level you're normal kind people and it's just, I feel like it's kind of refreshing because I, th- I feel like you just expect people to be a little bit arrogant well I do anyway going into like a press area or something like that you just expect them to be a bit I don't know above you and when you get nice is, ones y- there is nothing worse than meeting people that you love. Think that they you are love. the t- and you love. And I know oh. that's a cliche, but it actually happens. Just don't don't meet your idols. And in our jobs, it's really hard sometimes. The hardest thing is is now because I've got um, a boyfriend and a band now. Um, so there's three ways that I get met, hmm. and it's a as a nobody, and then you get talked to like shit, and that's normally by smaller bands. Um, then it's like a Sophie K and people are always super friendly. But then there's the third way that I've discovered, which is as a girlfriend. And oh, I get yeah. no respect because everyone's like, oh, oh fangirl. You know, you're just a fangirl. And you're treated like someone's partner. So you yeah. haven't got a valid input. Yeah. And I do have a tendency to get like, try and get my dick out do you know what i mean i have a tendency to be a bit <laughs> yeah. like oh well no i think you'll find that album was da, da, da. and when i did this in uh... yeah i did that i did that i used to have a boyfriend in a band and i was like uh, actually you'll find uh you're a friend to that album actually it wasn't in that year it was actually in this year and they look at you like who is this bitch just tell her to shut up like <laughs> just just tell her to be quiet and i'm like but i want to prove a point i'm not just someone's like side bitch i'm here like i know my facts but yeah, as someone's girlfriend, yeah, that's nearly as worse as being like a nobody because they just don't expect you to know what you're talking oh, I about. Ca- I caused a right stink because my um, boyfriend was offering me a press pass and I was like, I mean a pass, like a triple A access pass mm. to get into a show. And I was like, I don't, I don't need it and I don't want it and I never want your passes. I get in on my own merit. <laughs> I think I've got a bit of a bee in my bonnet about that. I'm like, I get there by myself. Yeah. I don't I, need no man ever. I don't ever. need no man to let. But he's like, oh my god, I'm just gonna put your name on a list. It's not a big deal. Um. But it's a deal for me, and you don't understand me, okay? <laughs> um, yes, Yasmin, do you have another story? Um, yeah, I've got a few. So 
Uh, Tanith said, Josh Bowles was at a sold out motionless and white gig and we were front row squashed against the stage dying because it was a small venue he passed down the bottles of water bottles him he passed down the bottles of water himself um and made sure we were okay it was a small gesture but sweet i really appreciate that because there's always bands and band members who look out for their fans like when um i hate to rehash old wins but do you remember the whole neck deep rock city thing when danny jumped into the crowd and wailed on security for beating up their fans that was such a iconic moment like yes we are here for band members protecting their fans that's so sweet as well because daddy's not a huge guy is he no no he's not um, so for him to I do that, that. just throw like, himself yeah it's like it's like when wilson tried to start a fight my little child tried to start a fight the other day with two <laughs> pit bulls they were fucking massive and i was like mate start this fight you can protect yourself man because yeah, I'm, I'm not playing this shit um yeah, that's that's really sweet. Oh, that that's nice sweet. of them handing out bottles of water. I know. What about you, Alex? Oh, there's another cute one, actually. I was just looking through them, and there's one that says, The singer from Real Friends saw me sitting on the floor outside a gig and asked if I was okay. I told him I had a headache but was fine, and he left. And then when he came back, he had bought me a bottle of water to help with my headache. Aww. Oh, That's so that's kind. So... That's, a, that's a real friend. That's that a is oh, real friend. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just going to mute myself to throw the fuck (laughs) up. I would make such a great dad. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, No, but those guys are so sweet. And I think it's because they struggle with mental health issues themselves. Mm, they yeah. just get it and they probably you know what they were probably once that fan sitting on the floor with a headache outside someone's gig. You know, yeah, they were probably yeah. that person once and that's really cute. It's like the the circle of life for bands and I love it. You just don't forget where you come from and you're just helping the your circle fans. Circle of life. Who was it that handed yeah. the water? Was it Dan? Dan, I think. So yeah, the singer from Real Friends. Yeah, Dan. I think Dan would be a good one to put in, in the, the f- in the running yeah. yeah that's a really nice gesture strong potential i mean he could oh. have had you know some paracetamols with him but the water that'll do but good i have think got... it's illegal to give drugs to someone i won't do that again is it actually actually illegal to give drugs so out if you hand someone paras- uh, paracetamol or whatever and they have an allergy to it you can then get in massive trouble for it and wow. well wow. fuck no one's ever I, having my anodin extra i again. always have fuck like off. codeine gaviscon plasters codeine. in my bag you hand out like codeine yeah, is an illegal prescription s- drug oh well you know you can buy it off the internet like buy it quite easily off the internet yeah, you can buy fucking cocaine off the internet doesn't not mean you can be the, handing it around <laughs> you can go into web. the drugstore and just buy it off the shelf and you don't need to go to a pharmacist if you mix it with paracetamol it? they can sell it so that's how i get it because i have to get the strong yeah, you version. can mix it you can buy codeine mixed yeah, with yeah, other yeah. stuff but you can't buy just codeine okay oh that's, okay. i was being pedantic Great. Um, no, i also fine. think it's illegal to hand I out i don't um, understand it's not illegal to give someone paracetamol it's just um it's against policy okay i'll stop doing that because oh. i just take my backpack full of meds and if anyone wants anything i'm like i'm like like a mum when it comes to like festivals and stuff i'll just bring or a, a dealer bag. or a dealer <laughs> or a mum dealer so now i'm gonna get locked up so it's been nice knowing you all and i'm not gonna See give anyone a paracetamol <laughs> ever again or even a plaster i remember now there's a thing about plasters oh, you can't without sake. signing for it because people will have allergic reaction to the plasters i used to work in like this child's play center thing and um, you had to get someone to sign or call someone's mum before you gave them a plaster. 
You, wow. But here I am handing out codeine like this over tomorrow, but plasters, I'll make you sign for it. <laughs> here you go, little child. Have some codeine. <laughs> yeah. Snort it. It works better. Crush um, it up. <laughs> is it me oh next? It is you next. You absolute okay. psychopath. Yasmin's Yasmin's out of it today. Yeah. Bless Yasmin. Yasmin, I think we should reference this. I hope you don't mind. Tell me if you want me to delete this. Um, but Yasmin is suffering with long COVID at yeah, the moment and I the effects am. of that. And so you're not your usual. Um, I was going to say bubbly self. Uh, uh, no, that's not. cynic. You're not. You're the usual. You're like a. You're you're more cynical than your usual cynical self. Yeah. You yeah. Are. You've upped the cynical levels. I want to fucking die. I want to D-I-E. Like. You've lost the bubbliness of your cynicism. Yeah, you're not like a, a happy... Yeah. I'm so sorry that you're I want to stabby. die. Hee hee hee. Normally you're like, oh my god, death. <laughs> yay. And now you're like, oh my god, death. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally it. You've gone very 90s. Good. Very Good. Daria. Yeah, I'm down. I am down. Tell me your story before I kill myself. I'm kidding. Uh. <laughs> um... Wow. Uh, don't kill yourself. Do you want a codeine? I'll wait. <laughs> um, so the next one. Oh my gosh. We got so many through about this person. Go on. Jesse messaged in and said, I messaged Fever333 on Insta ah. when I was on te- in temporary accommodation because of homelessness. And Jason replied to me with a picture of a handwritten lyric. Oh my God, I'm starting to cry. I'm starting to cry. I'm only just reading this for the first time. Um, Jason, I cry at everything, by the way. Um, So Jason replied to me with a picture of a handwritten lyric. Download festival less than six months later, I unexpectedly met him and he recognized me instantly and he was so sweet. And the handwritten lyric that he'd sent her was um, the words, we will survive today. Oh, I've just gone cold. Oh, oh, that's so sweet. I love Jason so much. Jason's the best. This is the power of music. This is, I am not lying when I say... Um, I'm emotional. Like, I'm not uh, me too. Oh, that was so sweet. I'm not lying when I say, let live the blackest beautiful. Um, Help save my life. Help mm. get me through one of the darkest times in the world. The power of music and musicians is unbelievable. Um... I posted about Jason actually because Jason championed me and it made me feel so awkward at first. <laughs> There's a video of me at Download Festival and I'm like super hungover because I just like, um, I'd had a heavy night at Download Festival, Slipknot. Uh, let's just say it involved Patron tequila, which I'm wearing the t shirt today. Um, <laughs> represent. Represent. And, um, so I'm sat there. You know when you're hungover and you're a bit sketched out? Yeah. <laughs> so no. I was, I, was, I was sat there interviewing Jason. And then he just starts... And I'm talking to him and I'm saying how we should celebrate him. And then he said, we need to celebrate our queen, Sophie K. For a black woman to make it this far as a presenter in a world of rock, which is mailed... And you can see me. It's on Kuwait's <laughs> YouTube. You can see me hung over a shit just going oh my God, I want the floor to swallow me right now because I cannot handle compliments. And this is now a compliment from my favorite musician and I think I'm dying on the inside. And it's the most awkward video clip ever, but I appreciate, and he's just championed me since. And I just, he's championed this podcast. 
I know he's championed me and Alex. I I love yeah. him so yeah. much. Like I uh, I only interviewed him once recently for NME, and it's one of my favorite interviews I've ever done. Um, and he was so lovely through the whole thing. And most of the time, you know, when musicians and you're interviewing them, it's a very niche thing. So when we interview musicians, I really love when they say, "Oh yeah, us," you know, "you Yasmin." Like they call you by name and they make it an inclusive mm. conversation. He was doing a lot of that. He was saying, you know, you obviously get it as a person of color, and I was like, I do, Jason. I do get it. <laughs> are we in this together um yeah he's he's like one of the nicest people and you know what like i there's very few musicians where i can worry if they're going to be exposed for something problematic no fear in my mind that jason is going to be exposed not one fear i've been in the pub with him i've seen how he operates and that was i think when he was still single and no he's he's not because he doesn't even drink I know. And now he's a family man and he's got kids. Oh, it's so so cute. The videos of him and his kids. And oh my God, there was um, like a live stream. He'd done like an Instagram live thing. And his kid just like come running in. And he was like, oh God, no. And he was like, oh. He's definitely in the running. Definitely in the running for rock royalty as well. The thing is with Jason as well is he doesn't... We say he's like... Because obviously Fever was a big... He started doing it in Let Live. And he went into it in Fever more championing... Um, talking about racism and kind of having that revolution but he's one of those people who will go out of his way and it doesn't matter whether you're what gender you are doesn't matter what skin color you are doesn't matter who you are jason alon will go out of his way to see if you're having a good day yeah and if you're not to try and improve it yeah i know oh that's why we love him that's why we love him i've never heard a bad story about him no and we got just to say i read out that story um about that one person we had so many stories about jason alon so many over 100 i'd say yeah he's in the running yeah he is in the running i'd say he's at the top right now for me he's like my top tier king so far so far okay let's keep going though so um someone wrote in saying alex is on fire they were in the same restaurant when we went to see brixton when we went to see them in Brixton in 2018. Guaranteed we... that was Nando's. Um, yep. Shout out to the chicken chain yet again. <laughs> <laughs> we asked our waiter, could we pay for their drinks slash buy them drinks being big fans? The waiter explained to them what was happening. They turned it around and paid for our bill instead. Oh, oh my God. Oh. I love that. That is so sweet. That is so fucking sweet. That's really nice. That is so nice. I love Alex's on fire as well. That's so sweet. I think people say Alexis, Alexis. on fire. Ah. Is it Alexis on fire? Yeah, I've always said Alexis on fire. Yeah. But, oh, fuck off. This is like, what was it the other day? Yogurt oh, and um, yogurt. And Rao and Roe. Roe and Rao. No, it, it, it was yogurt and yogurt. It's Alex's on fire. Listen, listen. And I've always said since what? the Raw XD stage of my life. Alexis, Alexis on fire. Alexis on fire. It is. Oh, you know what? I'm not going to get into this again. Fine. Alexis on fire. D- no, Alexis on fire. Alexis on fire. Do you need me to find a clip? <laughs> no. So, so it's not Alex is on fire. It's no, Alexis. Alexis on fire. What? what? Right, before our interviews at Download, we're all going to watch another interview from what? every band. We're what? Gonna, so we can just get this right. Oh <laughs> so, my... so Yasmin can learn how to pronounce band names. <laughs> oh my God. What the fuck? I've been pronouncing it wrong for the past 10 years. Fuck my life. Hang on. I'm going to settle it, Yasmin. I have a clip right here for you. This is the band introducing themselves. 
This is steel from Alexis on fire. <laughs> Fine. Well, my life has been a lie. Let's continue with this episode before I just scream at the both of you and leave the podcast. I think I think we should just fester over it some more because I think it's very funny. I'm You're fucking the... illiterate, okay? I'm a journalist who is illiterate. Leave me alone. But you've the come thing... so far as well, which is so funny. I know. I mean, it's really bad. I can't spell. I can't speak. And yet here I am. Do you know what, right, what, what makes, what my favourite part is, is you make me doubt myself. I did as well. I was like, have I got, have I got this wrong? Me? And I'm like, I'm that makes more sense. Alex, Alex is on is fire. On fire yeah. I'm it stubborn. makes more sense. Just like I found out recently, they're called Yum Yums. The Greg's, uh, Greg's is a chain of not uh, this, bakery not this in, again. in the UK. And they, they have a sweet treat called Yum Yums. I've been calling them Yim Yams. <laughs> and you just learned that um, it's an avocado. Not an it's avocado. An avo- what did no, you call it? An avocado. It's an avocado. It's an avocado. Yasmin, avocado. It's an avocado. Do you know when the when the when Americans think that we're so like? I remember I've been told you're so. You guys are like so well spoken. You like, you just use such amazing words. And I'm like, Holly, have you met my friend Yasmin? Yeah, <laughs> yeah this is gonna be us if avocado, we do like a press event darling. together. You're you're gonna be interviewing these guys. You'll be like, hold on, pause the interview. Yasmin, come over here. Say avocado. <laughs> avocado. 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 It's because I'm a rummy, okay? It's the, it's the A's. They're U's. Leave me alone. Anyway. For anyone Cal- who doesn't know, Birmingham is where the king himself came from, or comes from, Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, I thought um, you were going to say royalty. I was like, there's someone posh from Birmingham. What the fuck? Well, yeah. Um... Yeah, Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, yeah, I thought you meant actual royalty. I was like, Queen Liz hasn't come here in a long time, babe, for a reason. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> the last time she came here was to open the tram, the transportation device. Wow. She got on the tram and it was like, oh, my God, she's on the tram. But everyone was pissed off because she didn't pay and it's really expensive to get on the tram. So I still wow. wow. People How say the royal she? family are useless, but there you go. Who else could have opened the tram? I know. Um, Ozzy so Osbourne therefore, has his own Ozzy tram Osbourne. though. That'd be sick. Yeah, that's more like it. That's more yeah. like it. He has his own tram and on his birthday, his voiceover tells you the stops. Birmingham's great, guys. Stop Birmingham. it. That's, that's amazing. awesome. I know, it's amazing. I know. That's the only good thing about Birmingham. Everything else is terrible. Anyway. That's <laughs> anyway. my royal... I'd say they're my royal family, but then Sharon Osbourne became a really questionable human. So that we was a talk shame, about her right wasn't now. it? That was, that was a yeah. shame, right? That's, it shows there are no nice rich people on this planet. Nope. There are no, apart from Keanu Reeves. Right, okay. So I've got one here that says, when I was five years old, I was a huge Busted fan. Me and my mum bumped into Matt from Busted at Thorpe Park, which is a theme park in the UK. And I was terrified because I was a little kid, but Matt talked to my mum and really took the time to try and talk to me. I was only a small kid, but it really meant a lot. Oh, that's, that's cute. cute. Represent that's busted cute. though from my hometown. Um, but yeah, that's quite just again taking the time to talk. And a lot of kids as well. Like I know if I was like five and busted come up to me, I would just probably wet myself. So well, mate, didn't they see you watch so, porn or n- no? So that story I thought had left everyone's brains, but no, fly. No, that was busted. Um, busted. <laughs> and they yeah, because I used to do react videos when I was fourteen with my friends to like two girls one cup. And I went to interview them, and that's how they recognised me. So Fantastic. I thought that was gone, um, and that just brought it all the way back up again. So we do not on. forget. No. Do you know who I met when I was a kid? Go on. Um, 
but I don't, I don't know if he's a nice, I don't think he's a nice person. Um, but still, um, so my dad used to play this game, which he thought was really funny, where he would hide from me. And I'd be like, oh, where is he gone? And then he would jump out and go, I'm here. I know, childhood trauma, great. Um, (laughs) And so I came out of school and I must have been maybe like four. um, And he was playing this game and watching me from behind the tree. And he said he watched Paul McCartney walk up to me and go, have you lost your mummy? And I was like, no, my daddy and I can't find him. And Paul McCartney was holding my hand, helping me look for my dad. And my dad walked out casually from behind this tree and went, Sophie, where have you been? I've been looking everywhere for you. Thanks, Paul. Thanks. It's really nice of you. <laughs> what the fuck? Do you ever tell stories that you think will be quite funny and then you realise, oh, maybe that's not as funny as I thought it no, was? Well, I do that and then I'm like, people's faces. maybe it's really dark and maybe that's yeah, just it's my really trauma dark. and I'm trying to find it funny. Uh, no one else finds <laughs> my trauma funny apart from me. Okay, I need help. Bye. Yeah. yeah totally that okay great let's make a joke of childhood <laughs> trauma. trauma um andy <laughs> warren who has a blue tick on twitter ooh, ooh, famous. Famous. famous said um got to open for blink 182 a few years back with mowgli's uh, which is his band i got really drunk and was upset that i didn't get to meet mark hoppus i was venting about it to my bandmates the next day and they were like dude you did meet him and chatted for like five minutes <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I love Mark Hoppus. Mark Hoppus um, loves you, apparently. Yeah. Do you know what? Mark Hoppus is one of those people who has such a dry sense of humour that a lot of the time I don't understand what he's saying. But for <laughs> some reason, he seems to be quite fond of me and be really nice towards me. And the day I was on a, a Zoom call with Mike Shinoda and he was like, yeah, I'm just in a chat with loads of my friends. And he was like, oh, Mark Hoppus says hi. I How much did you wee? Did inside. you wee a lot? I would have wet myself. Like all of my bladder would have come out. You know, you can tell when I'm nervous because all my gums come out when I smile. <laughs> did you like so a like, <laughs> so I went <laughs> <laughs> and just got all my gums out, and that's when you know that I'm oh, like, disconnected what the fuck? <laughs> so yeah, that was enough for one day. Thank you. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you can see that I was uh, uh, pretty nervous because I'm like, I don't know how to deal with this. This is too big. This is... But, but that's, that's another not... person to add to the list. I think would be Mike Shinoda that I just mentioned yes. because he seems like such a nice dude. He's a nice dude. He helps he a lot of underground nice bands dude. as well and like helps on Twitch. He's got his own little Twitch thing where if he hears something he likes, he work with the artist and it doesn't matter like what genre it is. He's all into like genre fusion as well, which we know is a massive thing and like new metal. Oh, he's just a babe, another babe to add to the list. Amen yeah, to that. He... Amen. Uh, so we're just going to add Mike Shinoda on there as well. Yeah. And Mark Hoppus because yeah, yeah he's a sweet dude. Um, I'll tell you what as well, Mark Hoppus had all the, not reasoning, but was in that kind of environment where I would totally expect him to be a dick because he came up in like, you know, 90s to 2000s, early pop punk, he was on MTV, he was famous, all of his music was in movies, like he was everywhere. You'd expect him to be a cocky prick and the fact that he's like really humble and is turned into like pop punk's dad is really great. Yeah, he's got like, he's got noughties music industry money at 90s and noughties and for anyone who doesn't know if you came up and became famous in those years versus today yeah you shit you bank made, you got bank like he has got money he has got money he has same with mike shinoda money yeah. and they're so nice about it though they're really like you know humble and Alice in chains to be fair oh yeah. Alice in chains have money <laughs> but like, they've come up. so 
And it's a so, shame that rock stars today can't really get to that level, but that's a whole new that's that's a whole, whole side topic. Episode. Um, so I've got one, and it's for it was about Wheatus from someone called Ren who said Wheatus, Wheatus, yeah, and just a teenage dirtbag baby. Well, someone said Wheatus was taking requests on Twitter before the show, and I requested one of my faves, Real Girl in the Uber on the way there. I got there and Brendan came out early with his guitar and said, is Ren here? He came out early to play my song and checked that I was there. After the show, I thanked him profusely and he said, was it okay? I haven't done it in a while. The whole band is nice as hell and being one of their patrons and Patreons is so rewarding. They really make fans feel loved. Oh, that's sweet. I know. And also kind of needy. What? Why Did I play the song okay? Is Was it, it okay for you? Leave Give me, me some alone. attention. Is it he, okay for you? He cares about his but Maybe he was just no, insecure. No, that's sweet. No, Go that's away. sweet. No, that is sweet. He was obviously just trying to make conversation and be sweet. I'm just taking the piss because I'm being cynical. Yeah, because you're cynical and evil. <laughs> um, and I'm apparently the cynical one. I'm <laughs> apparently the bitch. Mm. Not apparently. Mm. No, you are. <laughs> oh, fuck off. <laughs> um... Uh, Sorry, I, just, I love Wheatus. Where did Wheatus go? They They're went. around still. They're they still like touring, a, aren't they? They did have a comeback tour, I think, and then half of it was cancelled, I think, oh, because man. they didn't sell enough tickets. Because oh, I no. Really? Wasn't it? I think something happened, but I think they were... Because uh, they come to a venue near where I was at the time. I think it was good, but I think they'd done like a really small small venue tour which is fine which is great so according to wikipedia who always have all the answers pff, um they had lineup changes in 2005 to 2007 but um it was um they did their 6th studio album between 2014 and 2018 and then they did a tour in 2018 um so yeah it's just it's just standard band shit isn't it yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, who's who's got the next one? I have got another yeah. one. Pow, 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 pow. Um, pow. Pow. I've got the next one. So this is about Pierre Bouvier. I think I've said that right. The singer of Simple like, Plan. So I wonder what he. I wonder if anyone has made the joke about the whole Simpsons. Mrs. Bouvier. Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> Bouvier. <laughs> I love that. Okay, so. Jenny says, I broke my leg skating in 2015 and still went to a Simple Plan charity show in Montreal two days after having it surgically repaired. Whoa. The tickets came with a pre-show meet and greet where you could just walk around and mingle and take photos. Me hobbling on my crutches, found Pierre and we talked about what happened. I was skating at the Ottawa Senators Arena in a Toronto Maple Leafs jersey and broke my leg at centre ice. Oh my God. By the time we finished taking a photo and talked, and talking a crowd formed around us and i was essentially trapped Piers like let me help and then he yelled pretty loudly to make a split down the center so i could get out and i died not only of secondhand embarrassment but because he was so nice about it oh that's sweet, that's sweet. i mean yeah if someone was like move out the way and i was on crutches i would probably die a bit as well but that was quite kind i think there's quite a few about him actually i know someone that yeah and he's another one actually i think that takes his time to talk to fans. I think we had a few about him on the, the Twitter thread as well. So yeah, another nice dude. Um, but yeah, I would die of second-hand embarrassment as well if he mm. told someone to move out the way for me. So I totally get that. 
Do you know what? We've got so many here, which hopefully is restoring your faith in the niceness of uh, rock stars. So Laura Jane Grace is the one I've got for you next. Um, yes. And Laura, someone wrote in here um, called Heavy Vinyl, who said, Laura Jane Grace took the time to talk to me after an Against Me show in 2003, maybe? Um, signed my punk vest, asked me if I liked the new record as the Eternal Cowboy, and I said I did, but I didn't have enough to buy it because I got the acoustic EP. So she gave it to me. <gasps> oh. made, made a 14-year-old's day. Oh, I love Laura that's Jane Grace. amazing. I love her. Oh my gosh, that's so, so sweet. Yeah, Laura Jane Grace. Do you know what I love about Laura Jane Grace? Is she, is she's got that same cynicism that we have. But still yeah. a nice person deep down. You know those people who are just cynical as fuck and it probably yeah. comes from depression and mental health problems and all that kind of shit. Yeah. Um, and it's like trying to hide your pain in cynical humour. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, cold. Seen. You've seen me. Um, yeah, so Laura Jane Grace is our next one. Has anyone met Laura Jane Grace? Oh, no, I but I really want to because mm. I just want to, I want to be like, I love you. Marry me. I've met her in passing, but I've never interviewed her. Um, and I feel like, yeah, she'd be an awesome person to interview. But it would be hard to interview her because I feel like people, because they're normally cis people that interview her, just always give her the same interview. She must be sick of yeah, it. Yeah, what's it like being trans in the music industry? What's it like being trans in the music industry? How has like, oh, being God. trans affected your music? Like, no, babes, let's talk about other stuff. Spin She's it still it a positive. human. Yes. two trans people a in a room talking about our favourite colours. That's what I'm going to do when I meet Laura Jane Grace. <laughs> um, okay, so yeah, Laura Jane Grace. Have you got anyone else, Yasmin? Um, I have one more, and it's about Garrett from Silent Planet, who follows me on Twitter. Shout out to him. Uh, <laughs> someone wrote in and said, I don't talk about this one a lot. Silent Garrett has been a homie for a while now. A few years ago, when I was laid off and watching my car and bank account simultaneously, he guest-listed me to Warp Tour so I could still come and hang out with him. Still wild to me. Love you, dude. And I think that's really sweet. Oh, that's nice. It is nice, isn't it? I love when band members do that because I think people forget, like, no matter how big your band is, like Sophie said, rock stars don't make the money they did back in the day. So even no. if you're a huge band on a record label, guest listing someone costs you money yeah. and it puts you out for that show. Um, and I just think it's really sweet. I think it's really sweet that he did that. Oh, I like that. That's lovely. I like that a lot. I've got one more as well. Okay. So Ellie said... I met Dan Winterbates from Berry Tomorrow multiple times and each time he's been an angel. One time was at Slam Dunk back when it was in Volvo. We met him, had pictures, had a chat and then we kept seeing him around the festival and he recognised us and he'd always say hello. Oh, that's... Do you know what? It's so, it's so simple, but things like that mean so much. And if I was in a band... That's why everyone would think I was a fucking arsehole because I can't remember faces and I can't remember names. No. So the likelihood is, and I'd probably have social anxiety about the fact that I'd seen someone more than once. So I'd probably just ignore people and then people would go, Sophie's a fucking arsehole. <laughs> that Sophie in that band, oh, cancelled. <laughs> yeah, cancelled. I'd be cancelled. Um, so I've got a few more stories uh, very quickly. We got loads of... We got loads of um, entries for Skindred as just as the band as a whole. Loads of entries for Skindred. um, And they are known in the UK as one of the nicest bands in the UK, despite being probably one of the biggest. They're one of the the often one of the only 
British bands that are often playing on um, main stages in the UK. So it's mm-hmm. cool that they're still down yeah. to earth. Um, also, I have a few stories of my own that I wanted to talk about. Um, so firstly, Jim Root from Slipknot. And yeah. I, I brought this up with him in an interview and he was he was kind of laid back about it. But I think this is a big deal. So Sonosphere Festival, I don't know if anyone here went to it. It was... It's a festival in the UK. It was they were trying to compete with Download back in the day, and it was huge, and it was super dusty, like massively desert dusty. Um, and to walk from where the tour buses were to where the arena and all of that stuff was was a hell of a walk. It was like a half an hour walk plus. So it was it was a long way, um, and apparently um, Jim Root went and did like went and was chatting to people mm. and he met somebody who was a fan of Slipknot mm. and this person was like getting all the signatures and really excited and he was like is Corey here because I'd really love to get his signature and Jim was like no he's not here at the minute um he's still on the tour bus I'm, I'll walk back and get you his signature so Jim walked all the way back to the tour bus got Corey's signature brought it back found the guy and so he had all the signatures that's so cute that's a lot Jim Root Jim fucking Root he's the best I love him so sweet I just I was looking at him the whole time I did an interview with him like can you cuddle me you're like six foot <laughs> five maybe um and I bet you'd give great hugs but then I thought that would be really weird especially since he was in his mask and I thought it would just add to my trauma yeah it might terrify you probably more than anything so yeah cool. yeah um can I add some more people as well I wanted to add skin yeah okay um skin from skunk and Nancy. she's such a queen I know babe. absolutely she is babe. She, do you know what? She, when I was, because I did an interview with her where I was supposed to induct her into the Kerrang Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, which is just a thing where we gas up bands essentially and talk to them about their life. She interrupted me. <laughs> All American bands sit back and they go, yep, I did that. I did that. I did that. Um, and most bands do, but Skin couldn't handle it. Really? So I was doing this like monologue piece about you inspired people, you created this. And she went, well, you know, I didn't really. Da, da, da. And she kept interrupting me because she couldn't handle the compliments. Aww. And she's she's been on like, um, what's that show? Masked Singer over in the US. And yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's huge. She's a fucking star. And Icon. she still can't handle compliments. And she's just such a lovely human. I and what she did for... Um, for queer representation for black representation within rock Mm -hmm. is i mean phenomenal she did that she She did yeah just a babe i want to um i want to jump in with someone now so recently as we all know i had to have my dog put down which was really sad yeah and a couple of days after i checked my instagram and I had a message from Sam Carter. From I love Sam Carter. Oh my God, how has Sam Carter not come up yet? I know. I, know. I don't know how. Like Everything he does, it just every, he's just an ally for everything. I just don't feel like I've seen any person be an ally for as many things. If, like, if, if he could be an ally for it, he will. Like, I just I feel like he's incredible. So he sent me a message saying, Hey Alex, just seeing that you recently lost your buddy... I just wanted to send my love over to you as I know how much it hurts. I hope you're well and I'm sending you all the love. 
Do you know what? That is so and I've never sweet. met him in real life. Never met him in real life. I've just, like, gassed him up, you know, like, on my socials. And, you know, I know he follows the podcast as well. And he, like, interacts with my show posts and my radio mm. stuff. And I've ne- never met this guy. I've never done an interview. But he's just, just wants to wants to big me up. And that was... It made me cry. I cried. And I was like, it's so nice. A man that I've not even met. Just from our scene. Has just sent a lovely message. Because he number loves dogs. Number one selling artist. As By the way, should. 21 Pilots entered the charts at number three. Talented king. That's what he number is. Number one. Do you know, I've just remembered as well, we did, I don't know how this didn't come to me sooner, we did a thread on uh, Twitter, on our We Wear Black Twitter. Um, mm. You can follow us at We Wear Black Pod. Uh, Sam Carter tweeted something like he was having, you know, a bit of a mental health week where he just wanted to take a break from everything. So I, I said, like, let's drop our favourite Sam Carter moments. And we got so many replies mm. of just people either saying how fun and lovely he was or just, like how he was really nice to them for me i remember he he tweeted about their show um like their new show coming up in march 2022 and it's on my birthday one of the dates and i was like oh my god i'm gonna go i bought tickets and he dropped me a message being like yasmin you don't need to buy tickets just message me on the day and we'll get you a guest list and i was like that's so sweet i love you so much sam carter you're the sweetest i feel bad though i said no which is so stupid because i want to give bands money uh, especially after covid but that was the sweetest thing ever. Um, and everyone has a nice Sam Carter story. Everyone he's, does. Like, name yeah. one bad Sam Carter story. Like, they don't exist. They don't he, exist. He is the king of the scene. Maybe just under Jason Nolan Butler for me. Ah, oh, see, I would... Are we going to have a God, fight? Because yeah. I would go at the top. I'd go Sam Carter. Top, no. he's definitely in the running. Sorry. Do you know what? Sam is like... Um, he's one of those guys who... What I like about Sam Carter is he's gone viral for being outspoken. In yeah, the past. I loved that. Um, he's been he's gone viral for um, calling out people for touching up a woman at a gig. He's yeah. gone viral for his work with um, animals, for all sorts, everything. But never once, and I'm at the point now of cynicism of being in this um, industry long enough to see straight through when it's fake. Yeah, and he's never once done it in a fake i was just trying to get hit it's obviously no. just it's shit that just came out of his mouth because that's what he was thinking at the time he gets so much shit on twitter from like you know the the general i don't know how to explain it to non-brits the gammons of twitter which are just old angry the republicans men. yeah yeah the republicans of twitter who just get in his mentions every day yelling at him because he just says it how it is and i really love him and respect him for that but then as as well like I wish I could call out the artist who I feel tried to do a Sam Carter because Sam Carter went so viral. <laughs> Sam Carter felt... has set like a precedent but, in the industry. Yeah. So many but, people want to do that, but they don't have the same genuine intention. You can't, you can't, yes, yeah, you can't exactly, fake being yeah. genuine. You cannot fake being genuine and a good person because you can see straight through it. And Sam Carter is just so genuine. He's so, so fucking wholesome. Honestly, like wholesome. I'm scared to meet him because I just want to give him a big hug and be like, you are the best person yeah. in this industry. Oh I love you God. so much. Literally. I Guys, won't do that. But, when yeah. we meet Sam Carter, please do not... We need to all keep it Do together. not be inappropriate. I won't. Like, do not touch him. Do not lick him, Yasmin. I won't. I do not lick you. I feel like he gives the best hugs, though, and I'm really sad. Yeah, don't do not lick don't him. hug him. Don't, maybe ask permission if you I won't hug, hug him. him immediately. I will be like, hello, I'm Yasmin. It's really nice to meet you. No touching his nipples, Alex. Oh, God. Damn it. I've you seen you guys and the way you interact. Do you know who we haven't mentioned, though? Do you know who we haven't mentioned? I just realised this, and it's it's... 
I have mentioned it because you always complain when I go on a tangent. So I'm going to keep this short and sweet. Caleb Shomo Caleb is Shomo. my Shomo. <laughs> Fuck off. Oh my god, Caleb Shomo, I love you. Oh my god, oh my god. He's yeah. so sweet and kind and just the nicest person ever. And he got into this scene when he was really young, so he couldn't have been problematic because everyone around him was in their 20s, but he was 15, so what was he going to do at 15? He was oh, yeah, a 15 year old boys never, never. No, but he, was, he, he couldn't have groomed they? anybody. That, he couldn't have groomed a minor. He, he was the minor. So. No. Fuck off. And also... Caleb's I, a good guy. I yeah. love him so much. He gives the best hugs. He's so sweet and kind. And I just I just want, I just want him to be my dad. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, the thing I will say about Caleb is, yeah, he's a sweet guy. What I love about Caleb is he is kind of awkward. He's quite a quiet guy in real know, life. He's not, you know, considering he's a front man, he's not a chatty... Yeah. Chatty Cathy, or whatever the saying is. What is Chatty it? Chatty Cathy. That's like the most know. British thing I've ever heard come out. Is that? Is that um, <laughs> he's, he's such not... a Chatty Cathy. Sorry, what? He's, he's not, not a, a talkative Becky. There's yeah. the American. He's version. not a gobshite. He's um, yeah. he's like a, a really quite quiet, quite considered guy. Um, yeah, he's a sweet guy. I love him so much. Do you know who else we've forgotten? Who? Parkway Drive. Oh, oh my God, yeah. yeah. There's a How few people as Parkway? well. That Parkway Drive and um, Patty Walters from As It Is is really As sweet. It is, yeah. yeah, he's yeah. so sweet. I remember um, their Birmingham show got cancelled, and he um, he came because obviously they couldn't play. The only pub, the only place that was available was a pub, so some people couldn't get in. Um, so what he did was he sat in a park and played an acoustic show oh, to all of his that. fans, and that was like That's in their adorable. second album. So they were definitely like making it. Um, he's so sweet. He's just the best. He tweeted one time saying he liked my video. So thanks, Aww, Patty Walters. Cute. North got- Lane as well. Really good guys. I haven't mentioned yeah. them. <gasps> really good guys. Do you know who else? Oh my god! So many people tweeted us about this in reply to my tweet. Kellen Quinn. So Kellen many Quinn. Kellen Quinn. Kellen. I have a Kellen Quinn story. I feel like everyone has Go a on. Kellen yeah, Quinn I story. Have as well, yeah. Kellen Quinn. Um, I did a reaction video to how it feels to be lost, saying how much I love it on YouTube when I was a YouTuber back in the day. Um, and he saw it, and he was like, "Oh my god! If you ever want to interview me." let me know and I was so nervous at the time and um it came right I tried to go through their PR to be like proper about it and be professional and um they didn't get back to me so Kellen was like why didn't you why didn't you hit me up when I was in the UK and I was like I'm so sorry I was just too nervous and he was like well we're in Germany at the moment do you want to interview us here and I was like fuck yeah and it cost me like only a hundred pounds for tickets and hotels for like three days so I went to go see him in Germany and he set up the whole thing gave me his number was so fucking sweet gave me VIP and everything that was the nicest guy i've ever interviewed in my entire life such a sweet dude he is a really sweet dude he's in the i'd say he's in the running yeah 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 he is definitely this is gonna be hard to whittle down do you know what i'm really enjoying about this episode is i'm sick and tired of i feel like there's two conversations that happen in music um one conversation that happens is always like, and then this album, blah, 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 blah. And it's like deconstructing an album, which yeah. we're not really Back into. in 1972, this yeah. Yeah, shut up, shut up. We bro. do it in our free time, but we're not into doing a podcast about it. Yeah. And then um, and then the other conversation that I hear all the time, and I don't know if you hear this as well at home, but it's something we hear as people who work in the industry, just constant ripping down of bands and criticizing yeah. yeah. of the industry. And I'm, I'm tired of it. 
Yeah. I want to celebrate this industry. I love this industry saved my this music saved my life. It gave me an identity. It's still giving me an identity all these years later. It's it's my everything. It's my it's my being. It's in my blood. And yet and so I don't understand how people walk around just constantly wanting to rip the industry down. We need to celebrate it because otherwise yeah. if we rip it down it's gonna it's gonna fall apart. It's gonna fall yeah. apart more than people already say it is, and that's not true because we've got good guys here and let's celebrate them. And we're just gonna feel happy instead of having conversations like this person's cancelled because they threw a bit of cheese at a child and now that <laughs> shut the fuck up, do you know what I mean? <laughs> Like, it's not up. it's not actual cancelly cancel worthy things because there have been bands who've been cancelled for very legitimate reasons oh, yeah, 100%, 100%. i should say but cancelling a band member because oh they didn't spend enough time with me or you know they smiled at my friend but they gave me a handshake and you know they didn't do enough it's like okay but how far can a band go before you yes. realize they're real human beings and you yeah. can't fucking expect the absolute world of them i think people have such high expectations for band members forgetting that they're just real people like yeah oh my god i had this so on twitter I posted um, about All Time Low and I said it's amazing that so th- for Kerrang Radio the entire band came down to do an interview for mm. their new album and this was their last album so huge you know and yet there are other most people when they get to their size start ignoring the publications or the outlets that are rock culture yeah not a lot of people will know this um but even when they get to a certain size they start refusing to do any of the interviews or anything with any rock culture things and they will only align themselves with big big names um and big magazines and they'll want to be pop all time low have never ever forgotten their core audience and i was tweeting about that and then someone went huh funny you say that Jackson absolute arsehole I was stood outside in a gig once and I screamed his name when he walked past and he ignored me that's weird imagine if someone screamed your name when you were just trying to walk down the street it's weird think of if the shoe is on the other foot and the thing is right when you're in a band and you're touring it's fucking knackering people assume it's just turning up in a city and playing but actually most of the time bands spend in airports tired you know what it's like getting flights at all hours and sitting in an airport is fucking knackering and that's for one holiday imagine doing that every single week yeah it's tiring no downtime but how do you know that he's like something hadn't just happened like someone in his family hadn't just died or you don't know just let people be a fucking human being that's what i say yeah agreed agreed so all time low i'm putting them in the mix as well because they're lovely okay they are good guys. They're nice guys. Good mm. eggs. They're, oh. they're really sweet. Are we going to choose our favourite? Are we going to rank I them? think we should all, instead of words of wisdom, we should all do our top three. Okay. Our top three or a top one each? Or top one top. each and then we, we can should, rank them together. We should do a ranking. Like the two like kings, queens or royalty and then the top. Like the top amazingness best person, most wholesome person ever. But we all have our own ones because I think it's hard for us to just pick one. You've confused me. Yeah, my brain's gone. So I Let's... think we should just—I think we should just all pick one. Do each. one each, and then we can arrange them in a list. Okay. And yeah. then we'll pick one, and then maybe pick a backup. Each. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So someone that I feel one hundred percent has to be in the list would probably be Jason Alon. Yep. 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 And I would put a backup as Lynn Gunn. Okay. 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 
cool. I am going to say my winner is Sam Carter, 100%, because okay. I, the man is an ally for everyone mm-hmm. and will be vocal and not give a shit about what anyone else thinks. Mm-hmm. And the message to me about my dog really touched my heart and made me feel mm-hmm. really loved, and that was really nice. So he's number one. And then second, I'm going to say Jason Alon. I've got to stay true to my boy, Caleb. He's the best. He is the best. I'll die for that man. Um, he's my number one. But you know what? Lynn Gunn is my backup as well because she's fucking amazing. She is amazing. I think I'm just picking Caleb because I'm biased, but he is the best. He's just the best. Um, but Lynn Gunn comes in a, she comes in a close second. Caleb's nice. But I want to fight for Lynn here because I feel like yeah. Caleb's done a lot for the scene, but what Lynn has done for people's self-worth as an LGBTQ advocate for everyone. I feel like she needs I think I feel like yeah. she needs a space in the top 3. Yeah. Okay, do you know mm-hmm. what? In my mind, Caleb Shamo is the top, but for the sake of the podcast and not angering the both of you, I'll put Caleb Shamo <laughs> as number 4, but number 1 in my heart. Okay. Okay, so that means Great. we've got Jason Alan. Sam Carter and Lynn Gunn. Yeah. Ooh, Ooh. rock royalty. Take Gunn your crown. Lynn Gunn oh. comes at number three. Jason comes at number two, and Sam Carter comes at number one. Oh no! Yeah, I'd probably uh, put Jason mm-mm. and uh, Sam. At, I think they both have to be at number one. I don't think you can. No. Can we instead of have bronze, silver, and gold? Can we not just have three gold medals for all three of them? Okay, we yeah. can do that. Yes, that's easier. That breaks. And my just heart say. They all have a crown and they are our royal family. They are. And so is Caleb Shamo. And Okay, Caleb Shamo can have a bronze, okay? No, he want? fucking can't. He want? can have a gold, you oh, bitch. <laughs> Don't give my man less than gold, okay? I'm trying He's... to include he... him here, okay? Oh. Okay, you have to include him because our friendship is over. He's my oh. angel, my everything. Okay. okay, we get that. We've got that from episode one, Yasmin. But... Yeah. Okay, I would say I'm just going to change the subject because um, I know you can just never win in that argument with Yasmin. Um, <laughs> I am going to give a word of wisdom, which I feel like is something that we've all said throughout this episode, and I feel like it would be our conjoined, our, Co- no, our combined words. Combined. Our combined words of wisdom would probably be. Be a nice person, it doesn't cost anything. And yeah. It can make all the difference. Yeah. Just don't be a dick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't be a dick. It's not hard. It's not, really it's not, not. hard. Wait. <laughs> 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 okay. Right. Well, that is it. That is our, you know, royalty, rock royalty. That's what it's we should call royalty. this. The rock episode. Yeah, rock royalty. Yeah. That's a good list. And I think we should do these more and crown more people into our. Oh, yeah. Yep. Rock royalty. I don't know, we'll call it, I was going to say the fridge, but I think I'm hungry. The fridge? Mm, the fridge, fridge Put them in the fridge, fridge right but next I think to the egg. Preserve them, put them in the freezer, stick them and make them stay there. No, that's really well, weird. I, mean, I think what I meant is our, like, it's like a Hall of Fame, but not the Hall of Fame, because that's a pile of shit. Cause they haven't even put Iron Maiden in. What the fuck is wrong with you people? Um, yeah. So, in our, not... I'm going to stop this sentence because I don't know where I I'm going with it. I feel like the brain's going, but the mouth isn't. The ma- that's the story say. of my life. The mouth <laughs> just too. keeps on moving and the brain just is doesn't just engage gone. ever. It's gone. It's gone. <laughs> Great. Um, so that's it. 
Pow pow. Pow pow. Till next time on We Wear Black. You can follow us on at We Wear Black oh, yeah. Pod yeah, on shit. Twitter and Instagram. Our personal socials are, well, I'm at Yasmin Suman slash Yasmin Suman X on everything. Sophie? I am, I am, at, I am Sophie K on Twitter and oh, Instagram. God, a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that was a really hard thing to say. The brain is not functioning, but the mouth Sorry, is still going. <laughs> So over on Twitter and Instagram, <laughs> at I am Sophie K, mm-hmm. and on TikTok at I am Sophie K X. <laughs> Woo! And what about you, Alex Holcomb? Please don't. Sorry, I can't get over it. I'm at Alex Holcomb on Instagram and on Twitter and on TikTok. I'm at Alex Plays Punk. New content. I'm actually dropping content Woo! soon, guys. It's only been like you know six month wait, but we'll get there. It's fine. But yeah, that's it. See you till next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. You were listening to On Wednesdays We Wear Black. Please rate and subscribe so that we can keep doing what we do. Special thanks goes out to the Nova Twins for the badass music and Wargasm for the killer screams. See you next week. <laughs>